listener exclusive. It's Triple M Breakfast. Matt Collins for Breakfast, the podcast edition. G'day, Matt Collins with you. Well, this is my chat with Deputy Premier and Education Minister Prue Carr, along with uh, member for Murray, Helen Dalton. Now, they joined me in the Triple M studio earlier in the week, the Deputy Premier in Griffith, to uh, chat with the stakeholders uh, in regards to the demerger of two high schools in the region. And we focus in on that subject, education and specifically teacher shortages. The uh, the minister had some very strong words to say uh, about teacher shortages and the state is just not doing enough. Here it is in full exclusively on the listener app, my chat with Deputy Premier Prukar and member for Murray, Helen Dalton. Triple M Brecky, good morning to you. Well, yesterday on the show, we spoke with independent member for Murray, Helen Dalton. And because we like her so much here on Triple M Breakfast, we have her on again uh, and her very, very special guest. Uh, good morning to you, Helen. Oh, g'day, g'day. How uh, are you doing do, this morning? Doing good again. Thank you. Uh, I... I uh, I suggested a very warm uh, invitation to yourself and your uh, special guest, Deputy Premier and Education Minister Prue Carr and uh, uh, Helen Dalton. You, you've, you're true to your words. Said we'd love to get Prue in, and she's uh, she's with us this morning. G'day, Prue. G'day, Matt. Uh, thanks for coming in. The uh, we know you love Griffith. Uh, what have you been doing over the last couple of days that you've been here? Well, in Griffith, I have been uh, to both the Wade and the Griffith uh, sites of Murrumbidgee, where I've been locked in conversations about um, consulting about how we actually demerge the the regional high school. Um, there's a range of views, but one thing is really clear: it's been really hard for staff, in particular. Uh, and what they've been through in the recent past of trying to bring the school together as a regional high school uh, in the middle of a chronic teacher shortage, been really hard on the teachers in particular. Our commitment to the community was to demerge it. Um, so we've been consulting on what that might look like in the future. Have you seen this uh, this sort of situation before, two schools merging and then realising it didn't work and then having to demerge? It's a bit of a peculiar situation because a lot of schools that operate in a college-like model that still have, say, two principals or two or three principals mm. or two or three sites operate somewhat independently of each other. This seems to have been I, – I can't see anywhere else that this has happened. Um, it's been – quite difficult for the community um, obviously it's been there's been quite an emotional response to myself t- talking to teachers in particular um, so we want to make sure that um, while we can keep some of the collaboration that's worked between the sites that we do what's best for the staff and the students and this is all in the middle of a chronic shortage of teachers that's actually worse in rural and regional areas. Uh, well, I'm interested in, you mentioned you've chatted to the teachers, you've chatted to the students uh, as well. How are they holding up? I mean, that they must be very, very patient people. They first got merged together. Now they're being told, it's, uh, you know, it's not working. We're going to split you up again. It's been tough on them, right? And that's been really clear. Um, there's teachers um, that were talking about travelling between periods, between site to site. Which is four, four plus Ks away, yeah, is Yeah, like period five to six um, we're in a situation in New South Wales where um, I mean, the government changed partly on the reason, the reason to address the chronic teacher shortage. We need teachers teaching, not in their cars, driving from site to site. Um, 
it's been really hard on the mm. community. And I think Helen's reflected that, you know, that's been a real piece of feedback that she's given me. I think it was day one or two after being a minister. I don't even know if I was sworn in when she was in my office talking about this. She doesn't muck around. She our doesn't muck around member, at all. Sure. Um, hence why she keeps getting reelected. Mm. So um, I'm really happy to be here. And this, the difference between this government and the previous government is we will actually talk to people about how best this will work. So I'll be going away, processing all the range of views that I've got, working with Helen on behalf of the local community to make sure this works for this community here in Griffith. Do we have a bit of a time frame of when this might be finalised? Well, the most important thing seems to be the biggest piece of feedback, and Helen had already communicated this to me, but pretty much every teacher I've spoken to um, and teachers listening will understand why this is so important, have been talking to me about getting separate NESA numbers so that the actual cohort of next year's HSC um, can actually benefit from that. I'll be taking that away straight away and seeing as quickly as I can action that as quickly as possible. And then we'll be coming back to the community with a firm time frame. All right. Uh, now, you mentioned teacher shortages. It's been an issue now for uh, a number of years uh, since I've been doing radio in New South Wales. I was in Dubbo before this role. It was a massive issue in Dubbo. I heard of uh, some some stories where there were, you know, uh, cl- classes on the on, on the playground because there wasn't enough room for the kids. There was one or two uh, teachers for uh, over 100 students um, Minister, what's the plan moving forward? Are, are we starting to get on top of this big issue? Well, it's one of the biggest things we took to the election. Uh, it is absolutely shameful what has been left to happen and what we've been left with by the previous government. We are making uh, progress on this already because we're acknowledging that it's an issue and we're trying to get to the root causes of it. We're in negotiation with the Teachers Federation right now um, to improve the pay and conditions of our teachers to make sure we recruit and retain them. I'm confident that we will get a good outcome on that. And 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 that is regionally, Minister, was that fair to say? Like, are we attracting the teachers uh, to come out to regions like Dubbo, like Griffith, like the Riverina? You know what? We're not attracting them anywhere where we need them. And that's like, that's really, that's the truth of what is happening across the state. We've got schools in the, on the beaches in Sydney that are offering $20,000 rewards for teachers to sign up. But in the regions and so rural So people don't towns, want to be teachers? Is, it, is that what, what's happening? Well, um, I'm happy to say as Minister for Education, they're not paid enough. They're not valued enough. Um, they've been, their workload is too, too heavy. They've been trodden on by previous governments over and over again. Uh, But in Griffith, for instance, we have particular issues that we need to investigate when it comes to transfer points and incentives and things like that to make it easier and more attractive for people to be teachers. But across the board, we're going to be addressing paying conditions. We're going to be converting 16,000 teachers and support staff from temporary to permanent. That's already begun and we're well underway. Um, And that's really only just the beginning. Uh, It's Probably the most important thing we can do for the education of our kids is actually focus on the teacher shortage. Mm. And that's going to be the yardsticker which we're um, measured against when it comes to the election in 2027. All right. uh, Turn the focus to phones in our schools. I've uh, spoken to uh, Premier Chris Minns about this before. He's obviously, um, you know, that's, that's happening in term four, which is fast approaching. 
My concern is we live in a world where we use our phones all the time. You know, I've used my phone a lot just today. Are we doing our kids a disservice to not let them have their phones in the classroom? Well, what we're saying, and this is really feedback from parents and teachers, that they can't have them in the classroom when they should be concentrating on learning. They can't have them in the playground when they should be interacting with other kids and actually engaging in some of the magic parts of school, which is that social interaction. Of course, kids are going to be using technology. I'm a mum. I know they're better at it than than we are, quite frankly. Um, They can use it to and from school, but the evidence is clear. In the classroom, it's a distraction. They need to be concentrating on their learning. Outcomes are not as, as good as they should be. Mm. So we'll be lo- using every possible lever. As you said, the Premier is hot to trot on this. We'll be consulting with schools. Every school will have a choice. Every high school will have a choice about how they actually implement this in practice. So a school can override that? No, they, they, that will be the policy, but how they implement it will be up, up to, to the school. So whether they use pouches, whether they hand it at the office, mm. however it'll work for them. But actually there will be a policy for every single ho- public high school in New South Wales means Everyone is on the same uh, uh, level playing field and that people aren't talking about you can use your phone here and you can't use it here. Is it another job for our poor teachers to have to police? Well, actually, I was concerned about that to start with. I have to say, Matt, but teachers come back to me and say, actually, this is going to decrease our workload because they're spending Mm. so much time trying to get kids off the damn phones. Get them focused on, on the work. All right, uh, Helen Dalton, let's let's turn back to you. Now, uh, we've got to thank you for, for bringing the uh, Deputy Premier to town, I'm sure. Um, and obviously, uh, the big focus is on this demerger of the schools. What are you next putting your cap out for? <laughs> What's the next big thing? <laughs> well, we all want to know. Well, you know, water's always um, the 450 gigalitres of water that's going to be are bought back, um, or the federal government is planning to buy back, that's a very, very big issue. And I dare say, I, I prove it's actually a bigger issue than education. Mm. So you can imagine how um, communities that, are feeling about that. Right? It is, yeah. absolutely. So there's always a job to do, and um, yeah, we'll tackle those issues bit by bit. All right, you mentioned on the show uh, yesterday that you'd be whining and dining, our Deputy Premier. What's the plans? Well, we, we might um, go to the, the famous um, restaurant La Scala. Um, right. They're in their old spot and they're moving, I, I believe. I missed my invitation for that yeah, one. Yeah, no, um, oh, sorry. Okay. I feel like there's going to be a lineup of people now. <laughs> so They'll be at table 23. Yeah. And, <laughs> so, um, and, of course, they are moving, so it's going to be quite historic that you go to the, the – the, the restaurant, as it has been for the last probably 30 or 40 years. Mm. You will absolutely love it. Uh, mm. it's, it's great to have you in the studio. Great to have you in our town, Deputy Premier and Minister for Education, Prue Carr. Um, when will we see you back? Uh, well, I was you beat me to it. I'll mm. definitely be back. Uh, I really will take personal responsibility and ensuring that we communicate with this community about what's happening with these schools. Um, so I will be back as a as a matter of priority. I don't think Helen will let me get away with not anything <laughs> I, less. I don't think so either. You are a passionate Penrith Panthers supporter. I am. So I look forward to uh, to uh, cheering them on with you for the rest of this season. Next interview, we both wear our jerseys. I uh, agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, Helen Dalton, of course, our independent member for Murray, uh, once again, we, we love your support and love having you on the show. Thanks for your time today. Uh, thank you, Matt. A listener exclusive.